they would right such a wrong in the name of LJN if we <laughs> ever got a demolition and or Powers of Pain 2-pack. You talk about a love letter to LJN fans, that's like a marriage proposal to an LJN fan that missed out on those figures as kids. Like, that would be incredible if they could land that. Kudos to you for uh, continuing on with your sentence as I'm sneezing in your ear like that. Dude, that's what professionals do. We take what we're given and we turn it into gold. I know, professionally unprofessional. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that a Chunker product? It's gonna be Jeff. The cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully posable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. Made so separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 378 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff and sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother. No, it's storyline brother Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, what's going on, dude? I got my head shrinkers. Oh, you have them in hand? Well, no, I got them on pre-order. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. No luck in the store, but they're randomly popping back up on Target now for pre-order. Yes. And it was bad yesterday because they popped up along with Paul Heyman. So I immediately jumped on, which by the way, I found out because the Chick Foley group, somebody in there was putting up, hey, the Brett's up or somebody put up, hey, the head shrinkers are up. So I was able to go in and check it out. That was really helpful. It's another reason to follow the Chick Foley group on Facebook. So jumped over to Target, added both head shrinkers and Paul Heyman to my cart, went to check out and it kept throwing an error. And it said... Address the errors below. There were no errors below. Everything was good. The credit card was good. Shipping address. Everything was fine. And then I even went back into the figures and was adjusting the quantities thinking, okay, did something get skewed? Are they are they out of the figures? You know, I would up the quantity to two and then drop it back down to one, go back in, try to check out. It kept throwing in there. Did this for like 45 minutes. Okay. Finally, it said the figures were out of stock. Uh-oh. Yeah, and it was doing something weird. It made me reset my password. It did all this weird stuff. So I don't know if the Target site itself was having issues or if it was their their e-commerce with the checkout process. I don't know what was going on. Anyway, missed out on Heyman and the Head Shrinkers yesterday. So today, again, Chick Foley Group, somebody was like, the Brett's up. So I went on and checked it out. Sure enough, the Head Shrinkers were up, but Paul Heyman was not. But this time, no problem at all. Got my order put through for the Head Shrinkers. So my hope is that I don't get one Head Shrinker and one SST. Uh oh. Yeah, my OCD won't be able to handle that, dude. <laughs> it's got to be the same. I, I cannot get one of each because then I'm on the mad hunt to complete both sets. And I think I'm okay with not having the SST. If I get them, great, because that's going to go perfect with the Heyman. But if it's just the Head Shrinkers, I'm way okay with that. I would rather have the Head Shrinkers. That doesn't sound like you, dude, because I thought you would totally want the SST. I do, but I don't want to buy the figures twice, each guy. That's Understood. a lot of money, you know, and then with Heyman on top, that's like a hundred dollar set. So that's a little too pricey. So as I'm good with the head shrinkers, check it out on eBay or Macari. See if anybody has anything going on for a good price on there. If you, if that does happen where you get one SST and one head shrinker. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to have to do because I can't, 
I can't have that. That doesn't display well, Jeff. <laughs> but it would be cool to have both sets for sure. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad you got those, dude. I know you've been wanting those, so. Yes, absolutely. And uh, aside from that, uh, you know, in California here, we'll st- we're still dealing with the uh, Super Bloom. Ugh. Yes. So you and I both, <clears throat> excuse me, both suffering with allergies this week. Uh-huh. And I understand there's another uh, somebody that's suffering from allergies this week. Yeah, it's me this week. KBW was sick last week. I'm sick this week. Mm-hmm. Muscling through. Mm-hmm. See what you get for making fun of me? I didn't make fun of you. KBW did. Mm-hmm. I see. It was, it was KBW. That's right. Yeah, KBW came into the room, and he's all, Hey, I got allergies. I'm not going to be on this long. <laughs> I, I am back this week. Hello, everybody. I'm oh, still gosh. feel I'm still feeling like crap. I'm using my neti pot to clean out my sinuses. <laughs> it's gross every morning. You should see it. What? Wait, wait a second. What was it called again? KBW. A neti pot. I, I see a neti. Okay, the neti pot. The neti pot. That's where you put the nozzle in your nose, and then you see the boogers come out, and it's totally green. It means it's flushing me out. It's good. Got it. Okay, that's great. Do you notice that it gets a little more green the more Frosties that you eat? No. No. Oh, okay, good. No. Although, when I used to drink Slurpees, that ran through me, and it would change my poop different colors. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's fun. Other, other foods that would do that, too? Slurpees? Fruity Pebbles? That would change my poop color? Oh, Fruity Pebbles. Okay, that's, that's a new one. What about the marshmallows and Lucky Charms? No, th- that dye didn't do anything to my poop. Okay, got it. What about the orange soda from McDonald's? No, orange soda from McDonald's never did that. Okay. I No, the McFlurry I thought was doing that, but then I just inspected closely and it was just the Reese's pieces that were in there. <laughs> I see. I see. I guess, I guess they did digest. Um, Jeff, can you have them disposed of, please? KBW, leave now. All right, I'm going to go get Burger King. Whopper, 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 whopper. <laughs> BK, have it your way. I rule. You know that. All right, I go now. I'm gonna go get my Burger King. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get a Coke and chicken fries and other fries and more fries. Are you gonna get a Whopper, KBW? Definitely get a Whopper. Yes, need a Whopper. You get a double or a single? Double. There's, is there man. any other way? Is there any other way to go? My man. Very well done. All right. Got to go, dude. Got to go. Got to get out of here right now, man. All right. Bye, everybody. I will miss you. Until next week. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye, KBW. It's funny. He says that he's going to be back ne- uh, next week or until next week. But you know he's going to be back on later in the show. He always does. He always seems to, like, shoehorn his way in. And I'm not quite sure how this happens. On this show, we do have some news, as usual. We do have a nostalgia segment, and we are going to round it out with our first ever fully posable draft. The NFL draft is coming up, so why not have the fully posable wrestling figure draft? And it will be a wrestling figure draft. It will be a wrestling figure draft. But first, if you want to buy any of our shirts, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees or whatamaneuver.com. Net, you can follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Posable, Instagram, Fully Posable, WFP. If you want to go back and listen to any of our past podcasts, head on over to Podbean. You can listen to every single episode there, which I feel 
Sorry if you do. Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. You can send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all. Send it on over to fullyposablewfp at gmail.com. All right, Scott, I'm an idiot because I have an omission from last week. You must be so embarrassed, but go ahead. Last week, when I was talking about the Desperado figure from New Japan Pro Wrestling, I kept saying Super 7. It's actually Storm Collectibles. And I caught, ah, okay. I, I caught myself in editing, too. And I was like, wait, it's not Super 7. It's Storm. And I kept thinking it, like, in my head, but I never took it out. Oops. Other thing is, is I kept thinking it while I was typing up the notes last week. I kept thinking, it's Storm. Why am I putting Super 7? It's Storm. I just left Super 7 in, and yeah, anyways, it's Storm. And you Col- got called out. Yeah, by myself. Shame on you, dude. Yes, but it's Storm Collectibles that's making this Desperado figure. So, anyways. Makes more sense, because Storm, they do the one-off figures. Yes. Whereas Super 7, they, I mean, outside of Andre the Giant, they don't really do just a single, like, a one-off. So, anyways, I um, I messed up, and I caught myself, and yeah, whoops. Way to call yourself <laughs> out, dude. All right. That's my omission from the week. All right, Scott, have you picked anything up recently? Uh, just the head shrinkers today. And then I did mention last week that I canceled my pre-order on the uh, McFarland Batmobile, uh-huh. which was supposed to be the 89 Batmobile, but it's that gray canopy is the reason I canceled it. And then it didn't have the pop-up guns. Uh, somebody reached out on our Facebook group and pointed out that Mattel won't do the guns. The smoking guns? Oh, I'm sorry, Mattel. I'm sorry. The, no, not the smoking guns, dude. No, McFarlane won't do the guns. Well, Mattel won't do the smoking guns or the guns. Correct. For so, multiple reasons. Yes, because they're not under a deal. Right. That's right. the only reason. If we have access to them. <laughs> but yeah, somebody pointed out that uh, they just they won't do guns. So that sucks. That totally takes away a cool feature that could have been included, but won't be. And then Big Dave reached out today, and he watched an unboxing video of it. Might have been the same one I watched. And even he was like, dude, what's with the gray canopy? I'm like, I know, right? So lost out on 80 bucks right there. I canceled my pre-order. I'm glad I did too, man. I'm The more I've seen of that thing, I'm just, I'm not a big fan of it. You're not, huh? Not at all. No. And I love the stuff that McFarlane is doing with Batman, but I am not a fan of that Batmobile at all. Now, if I see it in hand... That might change my mind because it's it's massive, you know, because it's a six a six inch scale Batmobile. So the thing's massive, but it's gonna be one of those I'm gonna have to hold it in hand maybe for it to change my mind. But the gray canopy, no pop up guns, no light up features, nothing. That's just I don't know. That's just it's not worth my money. So we'll see. You lost my money on that for a gray canopy. It, yeah, exactly. Literally, <laughs> I mean, how spoiled am I as a toy collector where I'm like. I'm not going to buy this gigantic Batmobile because it has a gray canopy when it should be black. If you're going to be spending 80 bucks, you should be getting the correct coloring, sizing, everything. It should be all correct if you're spending that much money. Well, and if I was a baller, I wouldn't care, right? I'm like, yeah, I'll drop 80 bucks on a Batmobile. What do I care? Unlimited funds. But, you know, when you've got a tight budget and the wrestling figure game is really strong right now, everybody's sending out their best stuff, your budget shrinks a lot for extra stuff. And in my collecting world, Batman McFarlane is considered like extra wrestling figures of the primary. So if this was two scale, perfect 89 Batman Batmobile, I would have kept the pre-order live. 
if everything was correct on that thing, but this thing might be from the new movie and there might be a canopy that's blown off and they have to put like a, a pick your part canopy on top that's gray and not black, whatever. I don't want that in my collection. I'm looking for the 89 Batmobile, not the 2023 Flash movie Batmobile. So lost my 80 bucks. All right, Scott, we've got some news. Are you ready to jump into it? Let's talk about it. Let's start off with Asylum and their update regarding their Series 1 Remco-style figures. In a Facebook post, it says Asylum All-Stars announcement and update. First of all, we want to thank each and everyone who's already made your pre-order with us for Series 1. Scott, did I do a pre-order on them? I think you did. I let you know that it went live because I definitely got in on the Road Warriors. Yeah, I think I did too. Okay, good. I don't know what I've done. Anyways. (laughs) Go back and check your emails, dude. I may have to do that. Yeah, make sure you got in because you're getting a little bit of extra time here. All right, all right. Well, spoiler alert. Oh, sorry. Next, after we announced Eddie, we'll be joining our Series 2, the quote-unquote who else question poured in. And we are proud to announce we have officially locked in the complete Series 2 and we'll begin announcing others as soon as this weekend. Next, finally... Due to the overwhelming support and requests, we have decided to open Series 1 pre-orders beginning tomorrow, April 15th, which was also this past Saturday at 8 a.m., and for 30 days only. Series 1 still well on path to begin shipping mid-summer July-August. You can also go on to AsylumWrestlingStore.com, all-stars pre-orders, and pre-order those figures there if you missed out the original pre-orders. Yeah, any Remco or WWE Superstars fans, um, jump on these. They're incredible. They're they're going to be to scale with what you've already got in your collection. So get on them. Those Road Warriors. Woo, I love them. Man, these Superstars figures are beautiful. And then these Remco-style figures that are going to go with them. Oh, yeah. baby. Yeah, if you're doing like figure feds or anything like that, you're going to have a blast with these guys. All right, let's head on over to Zombie Sailor. He showed off his articulated Brian Pillman. He will come with Kane, not the wrestler Kane, but a Kane. But your notes say capital K-A-N-E. A wrestling fan. I don't know how to spell Kane any other way. I see. Glasses were the one eye flipped up and a removable vest. And we'll have, what was it, two extra heads? I believe it's two extra heads, yeah. Two extra heads, yeah. So that will be Zombie's offering for an articulated Brian Pillman figure. So I saw a lot of people kind of going in on zombie. I didn't think the figure was that bad. I don't think it is either. I saw where the, someone said, can you make the face look more like Brian Pillman? (laughs) I thought that was hella funny. (laughs) Come on. But like, I didn't think it was that bad. No, I don't think it is either. Especially when you put the glasses on them. Right. I mean, you're going to go in on zombie, but look, Mattel still can't get Brett, right? And they've had how many chances at him? So, but no, I don't. I don't think it's bad at all. I think when you put the glasses on him, especially, it's pretty badass. Oh, and one of his hands has a gun in it. Yes, us wrestling figure collectors—they're like, well, when he had that look, he didn't have a gun in his hand. It's like, come on now. <sighs> never happy. Never no. happy. What do you mean we're never happy? Welcome Wait back. a second. I'm always happy. Hmm. I'm happy because I'm sitting here with my Whopper. My chicken fries and my regular fries <laughs> and soda. <laughs> Jeffy's getting that thousand yard stare again. I know. I know. All right. Get out of here. Go eat your food, dude. 
How does he get back so quickly? And we have breaking news. <laughs> Dude, could you imagine if it's someone's first time listening? They're like, what the hell is this? Yeah, that's why like, our longtime listeners know we just do stupid stuff like this. Right. But anybody tuning in for the first time, welcome to the club. Yes. Welcome to Keyboard Warrior. Welcome to our breaking news. Breaking news. Sean Ng has signed Ox Baker. And from Sean Ng himself, he says the funds will help the estate to secure his trademark so there won't be any more fake Ox Baker Juniors running around. Nice. Ox Baker has been signed to the KWK Collector's Series. Welcome, Ox Baker. Good get for him right there. For sure. Nice 70s legend for him. For sure. And Sean's figures aren't going to have the action, but you've got to figure one of those fists is going to be ready to punch somebody right in the heart. Like this would be the one, if Sean had an action on his figures, would be the punchy arm. That's 100% where that action would fit a figure to a T. Yes, I can't wait to see what the beard slash goatee-ish look. The mustache, yeah. The mustache, yeah. The mustache. The mustache. Yeah, it's going to be glorious, dude. I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see what tights he puts him into or what outfit he puts him in. Yeah, because, you know, he does the whole variance thing and, oh, it's going to be great. I would imagine the two-up is going to be glorious, too. Oh, hell yeah, hell yeah. Yep. So, anyways, Oxbaker will be added to the KWK line. All right, let's jump over to Mattel. There was no news, so I went over to the Wrestling Figs message boards. And let's start off with Nosebleed Collectibles. He asked, can we expect another retro ring in the future now that the retros are in full swing? Good question. A NWO or maybe an Attitude Era ring? Good question. Steve said, trying to find a way to make this happen. That's awesome. That's great news, man, because now that the retros are in full swing again, I mean, we've already had, what, four? Four sets come out? Three sets? Uh, four. We're, four well, sets. Yeah, we'll be up on four here shortly. Yeah, definitely a ring is in order. Absolutely 100%. Now, I don't know about an NWO ring, but an Attitude Era ring, that would totally work. That would 100% yeah. work. We've already gotten the traditional blue... An Attitude Era ring would be incredible. Next question comes in from JFAWWF. Okay. Hi, Steve. Could we see other wrestlers from the Golden Era in the Coliseum collection, even if they were not in the LJN line, but would fit in that time period? No. I love these sets. Thanks. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Steve said, probably not outside of maybe finishing LJN Era teams like Demolition or... What? powers of pain what if we ever miraculously got those guys under a deal do you see what i mean when i say we've got the right team in place at mattel to make things happen that we want to happen they would write such a wrong in the name of ljn if we <laughs> ever got a demolition and or powers of pain two pack you talk about a love letter to ljn fans that's like a marriage proposal to an LJN fan that missed out on those figures as kids. Like, that would be incredible if they could land that. Kudos to you for uh, continuing on with your sentence as I'm sneezing in your ear like that. Dude, that's what professionals do. We take what we're given and we turn it into gold. I know, professionally unprofessional. You're giving me sneeze snot 
and I'm giving you gold. Yeah. I'm a professional, dude. That's what I do. There's definitely a lot of snot over here, I'll tell you. <laughs> Your wall's covered. Uh, Pretty much. Well, hopefully Pretty KBW much. was sitting there and he took the brunt of it. No, he's, uh, he's watching Chappelle show out in the front room. Oh, okay. Consuming his double Whopper and chicken fries and fries. Yes. What did he get to drink, Jeff? He got a, uh, he just got a regular Coke tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay, he's not going crazy. He's not getting an icy or anything to change colors no. later. Okay. No, 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 no. <coughs> Although that sounds delicious there, Scottoon. Maybe <laughs> I do got to get a Slurpee and change my uh, colors of my poop. Take pictures for Jeff. He loves that. That's disgusting. Do you remember when you did that to me? No, I at, didn't. At my old house, you did. I took a picture for you? Yeah, it was disgusting. <laughs> I don't remember that. I didn't even know my phone could take pictures when I was living with you. No, no, not when you were living with me. It was like you came over one night, and it was oh. you and special guest Sean. And uh, you were like, hey, I got, I got to use your bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been Taco Bell, dude. A bowl filler. Wow, well done. But just more to that question that was asked to Steve for the Coliseum collection, I think he's been pretty clear that unless they were in the LJN line, it's not going to happen. They're just, they're not going to put in names like, say miraculously they landed like Dino Bravo, right? He never had an LJN, so he wouldn't work his way into the Coliseum collection. And any outfits that they're in are going to have to be true to what LJN gave us. You know, outside of a few exceptions, like we talked about the Rick Rude where he was included with a robe. That makes sense. You got to dress it up a little bit. The LJN didn't come with a robe, but, you know, the Rick Rude is. They could do a million dollar man in soft goods, you know, for his outfit because his LJN was in a black suit. So that would make sense. But if they weren't in LJN, they're not going to get made in the Coliseum collection. And as a true LJN fan or fans, Jeff, like you and I are... I love that. I love the dedication to keeping it, as Chappelle would say, keeping it real. <laughs> keeping it legit, keeping it true to what LJN had. Next question comes in from Persona Gamer. He said, does Mattel know what their highest selling figure is? Ooh, good question. Steve said, that info should be available with a little data deep dive. I will say that the first Fiend figure shipped and sold like gangbusters. Yeah, you can get it for pretty cheap now, especially considering he's not really on TV anymore. Um, great looking figure. And yeah, I remember the excitement. I think that was Elite 78. Uh, dude, that was one of those as soon as it hit pre-order, everybody jumped in on that fiend. All right, next question comes in from Dark Prophet. Dark Prophet said, hi, Steve. Could you see expanding the Coliseum collection line to include tag team sets like the LJNs did? but still on a larger card blister with the same vintage style art and brown tag titles. Good question. It would be great if using the original lineups, Volkov, Sheik, Dream Team, Hogan, Hillbilly, Heart Foundation, Killer Bees, pending availability, of course. Of course, my dream sets would be Demolition and Powers of Pain. I like the questions tonight. A lot of Demolition and Powers of Pain and Coliseum collection. I'm loving it. It's hitting your feels. It really is. Also, an LJN-style ring and blue cage would be amazing. Yes, please. It wouldn't have to be a to scale. Yes, it would. The vintage-style design stickers would be the cherry on top. We had this question a few weeks ago, too, right? Or something similar to it? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, okay. It wasn't this question. It wasn't from Dark Prophet. No, no, no. No, it wasn't the same question, but it was something along those lines, I think specifically about the ring skirts. 
Steve said we'd probably just include any tag teams in the regular sets. A cage and ring isn't an impossibility, but it'd be based on our current ultimate ring if we ever did it. Yeah, and that makes sense. So again, it would be, and I think we talked about this when this question, a similar question came up a few weeks ago, where you could do the ring skirts, the soft goods ring skirts, to mimic the look of those LJN ring stickers, right? You could do something like that. And then, of course, the big blue cage. But they've kind of done that, right, with that ringside collectibles ring that you got me for Christmas quite a few years ago, Jeff? Yes. They've done something similar in the past. So they could totally do it again. Well, if I'm not mistaken, that was a Wicked Cool Toys ring. Oh, it wasn't Mattel. It wasn't Mattel. I want to say right. that was a, I want to say that was a Wicked Cool Toys ring. You're right about that. That's right. Every once in a while, I am right. Yes, you just totally atoned for Super 7 slash Storm. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. <coughs> well done. Also, but yeah, I, I think that would be awesome if they could fit in a cage. Also, uh, as of tonight, the WCW... Monday Nitro entrance stage is at 2,100 backers. That's not even half. Ugh. 42% funded. We've got 15 days left. If there's any miraculous push that we can all do, look, I understand money troubles. I, I get it. Use Klarna. Yeah, you can use Klarna as a payment breakdown. If you guys have the ability to do it, jump in on this. I'm just hoping we can even hit the 5,000. That's because as of tonight, April 20th, we're at 2,100 backers. So if we could just even hit the 5,000 and get the Scott Steiner in the Ray, I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Last week, Jeff, to kind of pick up on where we left off is we didn't know who the mystery figure was going to be with Ray. Right. It was Scott Steiner. We pretty much all knew that was going to happen based on the question that was asked to the, the community. But yeah, it is now at 5,000 Ray and Scott Steiner with that tremendous Nitro stage. Right, right. So now we need, my math is bad, Scott, 2,900 backers? 2,900. Your math is strong. Thank you. Thank you. If you guys have the ability to do that, please jump in and back this we want to get the Scott Steiner. I know you guys want to get the Scott Steiner. I know you guys are thinking, hey, we're going to get Scott Steiner figures no matter what. I'm not going to get this one. But there's a good chance we're not going to get this one in Ultimate Edition form. The Rey Mysterio is cool. I know we have plenty of Rays out there. But think of everything that you guys would be getting. The stage. Yes, the stage is huge. I took a video of it at Access where I kind of circled around and I showed you the size of the thing. But it can be broken down to where it can be hung up on your wall. Flesh yeah, it's modular, so you can do a smaller piece of it. It can be a fleshlight up against the wall. So, hmm. it, so it would be up against the wall. Now, granted, it won't have the stage where or the ramp where everybody walks down. But can you imagine even just being able to put that up on your wall and have it light up? Dude, that'd be that'd be totally awesome. The nitro banners, the big chrome WCW letters. The thing yeah. is beautiful, man, and fully constructed. Like, I'm actually, if it gets funded, I'm actually considering putting, <laughs> I was telling Shannon this, putting a table in my room just to put the stage on. Well. Because I still got the new gen set in the box. But if if this thing does get funded, the Nitro stage, I think when I get it, I am going to put it on a table in my room. I think I'm going to make room for a table and just put the Nitro stage on it. You know, you know, you really know how to tickle the cockles of my heart. You left the new gen stage in the box that that makes me happy thank you i did i did the ultimates are still in there the stage everything all still in the box thank you you're welcome i know that makes you feel good when i do keep stuff in package but with the nitro stage 
And now that they're coming out with that ultimate Nitro ring with the ultimate Bischoff, and then we're getting all of those Monday Night Wars figures. I'm starting to think of the table with the stage, the ring. You can go over to Figures Toy Company and get some barricades, some announce tables, and then you start putting your figures in place, and you've got a full-on Monday Nitro playset, complete with ring, figures, stage, lights. I mean, the light setup on that stage is just incredible. Everything about this thing is so worth the money, if you ask me. I'm with you, Jeff. I want to see this thing happen. I want it to get funded. I'm hoping that there's a last-minute push. I mean, 2900 is a lot with like two weeks left, but I think it can be done. And I really don't think Mattel is going to give us any more freebies. So I hope you're not playing the long game with this thing, expecting them to. They already kicked in the Scott Steiner. I think that that's money. But it's up to you guys at the end of the day. Yeah. As I said, I would love to get to the Steiner and Ray because I would love to get the Steiner. I would love the Warrior because we haven't had that WCW Warrior look. Yeah. I like the DDP a lot too. DDP is great. It's the first Ultimate Edition DDP. Yeah. So there's a lot that goes into this. So if you guys have the means and you guys are able to do it, and I understand a lot of the UK collectors and everything are afraid of the shipping costs and the total cost after, but if you guys have the means, remember there is Klarna and you can do the breakdown of payments. So if you guys have the means can do it, please jump in and do it over at MattelCreations.com. Jeff, do you think one thing may be hurting this set? Well, in terms of people jumping in early, right? Like not doing that whole May 4th surge that I'm pretty sure is going to happen. Do you think one thing that's maybe hurting the progress of this is that the new gen set, when it hit the aftermarket, didn't take off? Like it did initially, but then um, dollar amounts that were being thrown at this thing really fell off. Oh, 100%. Okay, so people aren't seeing the resale value in the Nitro stage. Correct. I definitely, Because of what the new gen set did. I agree. We don't do this for scalping. Right. We're not in this to resell at all. I think a lot of people saw that the new gen outside of the figures wasn't selling for as much as they were hoping. Yeah. You know, and originally when it first hit people's doorsteps, and I said this with Breaker the other night on the TB Toycast, when it originally hit the doorsteps, people were all over. They were like, oh man, they were selling theirs for about six, 700 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say seven to $800 is kind of what they went for within the first few days. And then all of a sudden within a week or two, as they were, as more were starting to hit doorsteps, you saw the prices come down and some people were just yeah. selling them as is for <clears throat> 250 bucks, what they paid for it. Right. Although I will say I've seen the Macho, the Diesel, and Doink, all figures going from anywhere from 85 to 105. I've seen some postings on Facebook where people are selling them for 85 bucks. So you could basically sell your three figures at 100 bucks a pop, and now you've paid for the new gen set. Exactly. So uh, if you're in this for speculation, I would probably not jump in. But I'm going to buy this thing because I love it. Right. I love the work that Mattel has put into it. I love the inclusion of Ray and now Scott Steiner. The work that has been done on this, the lights, everything about it, the big chrome WCW letters, everything about it, the attention to detail, it's just perfect. And I'm going to buy this thing because I want it in my collection. And you can't tell me that there aren't 5,000 people out there that think the exact same way. And again, like Jeff said, if you can't do the 400 up front, break it into payments. Do four payments. 
go yeah. over Klarna and just let's make this thing happen. I mean, I want this thing in my collection. I know you do, Jeff. There's got to be at least 4,998 4, other people out there listening that want it in their collection as well. So let's do this. Two weeks left. We can do it. Yeah. You guys saw the push for the new gen. We can do it for the nitro stage. So For sure. All right, Scott, we've got the nostalgia segment up next, and you guys want to tune in for this one because we may, spoiler alert, have a new line. What do you say, Scott? Yeah, let's talk about it. get into WWE Elite Series 82. We want everybody to head on over to WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. Over there, they have almost every wrestling figure ever made over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. But what we want you guys to do for this week, head on over to the WWE Main Elite Line section, go down to Series, click on 82, and follow along as Scott reads off this list. Again, that's all over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. Dot com. Uh, Scott, we have uh, some interesting stuff in this series. We do. Got some uh, good figures, but uh, anyways, why don't you get into it first? Yeah, we might be drawing a new line in the sand. Yes, Mattel WWE Elite Series 82 consisted of Alexa Bliss. This would have been from her world tag team title run. She was in black, pink, and neon gear. Came packaged with the women's tag team title. Davy Boy Smith and his British Bulldogs look in white tights. Came with Matilda on a leash, but no tag team title, question mark. Finn Balor came with a soft goods shirt and a set of hands with tattoos on them. Jerry the King Lawler was in a blue singlet, white tights, black boots. Came with a soft goods robe and a crown. John Morrison, black and silver tights, long black soft goods jacket, and glasses with an attached headband accessory. Keith Lee, he was your variant in this set. Regular version of Keith Lee was in black and blue gear with a black entrance jacket with a blue highlight on it. Variant, silver gear with pink writing on it. And finally, Rob Gronkowski. White shirt, black pants, came with a blue soft goods jacket and microphone, sunglasses, and 24-7 title accessories. And Jeff, we'll let you get to the good news. That rounds out Elite Series 82. Okay, so I've been teasing it. There is a new line in this series. Bottom line, if you will. Now, Scott, out of all the figures that you have read off, who do you think... Now, this may not be fair because you know the prices. Who would you say is the one that draws the new... Was the Aiden English line? And what we mean by the new line is, since we've been doing the Elite Series... We always kind of just say, hey, this guy is the new line, the bottom of the barrel. So basically right now, Aiden English is our lowest price that has sold on eBay. Aiden English sold when we did the series for $4.99. So we call it the Aiden English line. Yep. But tonight there is a new line. Out of these people, which one would you have said before you started looking at this list was the new line? It would have been Rob Gronkowski. Okay. That would have been my guess. Okay. I'll get into the eBay listings, but I wanted to see which one you would have thought would draw the new line for this. So Yeah, if you had thrown me those names ahead of time, 
I would have said Rob Gronkowski was... That would have been the Rob Gronkowski line or the Gronk line. So when we first started kind of keeping track of the line, it started off with Baron Corbin at $7.50. Then it went to Jack Gallagher at $5. And then Aiden English beat Jack Gallagher by one penny at $4.99. So, And that's been our line for, gosh, that was in the 50s, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so we've gone oh, like 30, almost 30 series. 60s? I think it was the 60s. Okay. Say, it was on the white it was on the white card. Okay, so we've got about 20 series then. Correct. Little over, little under. I'll get into the eBay prices here shortly, but uh which is your favorite figure in this series? I'm thinking the John Morrison is my favorite out of this. Okay, I can see that. I love the jacket. The jacket is money. I love the the sunglasses accessory with the headband attached. Yeah, and I think the face scan is really good and I love his gear. So I think out of all these, Morrison is my favorite. As far as looks, I will agree with you. It's John Morrison. As far as nostalgia, it's Davy Boy Smith. Oh, of course. Yeah, really, like, I think Davy would have been my favorite had he come with one of those tag titles that came with Brutus Beefcake Legends. Right, right. If he had come with one of the, not necessarily the gold, but it was more of a tarnished gold, almost like a silver. Had he come with one of those belts, and also had he come with Dynamite Kid, that would have been a home run. But... I think he's definitely up there, like number two or three in the set for me. But John Morrison, aesthetically, just looks incredible. And I don't want to leave off Jerry Lawler. Jerry Lawler is a good figure as well. Oh, yeah. The King looks great. All right. I've spoiled it long enough. Let's get into those eBay prices. Alexa Bliss with the women's tag title. Last sold eBay listing April 15th for $4.99 on one bid. Matching the line Davy boy smith with matilda on a leash british bulldogs look last old ebay listing was april 17th for 31 dollars on 10 bids finn balor with a soft good shirt hands with tattoos on them last old ebay listing was april 20th for 39 dollars wow yeah considering all the finn figures out there that seems high jerry lawler with robe and crown, last sold eBay listing was April 18th for $19.98 on a buy it now. Got him for retail, essentially. John Morrison, long black soft goods jacket, glasses, last sold eBay listing was April 18th for $15 on a buy it now. We are down to two figures. Hmm, we've already tied the line. Yes, we've tied the line. You just haven't beat the line. You know how to take a reservation. You just don't know how to hold there. Okay. We we did that joke two weeks ago. We Sweet. did. We did. Yeah, it's too right. fresh. Rehashing old jokes that were terrible. <laughs> what are we, hacks? Come on. <laughs> Keith Lee, who is the variant, regular black gear and black jacket, variant, silver gear with pink writing on it or a pink logo. Last sold eBay listing for the regular was April 7th. For 99 cents on one bid. An elite. Okay. A $20 elite figure. Somebody paid $20 for this thing. Turned around and sold it on eBay. For 99 cents. Look. There are records in baseball that are never going to be broken. For example, Ricky Henderson's stolen base record. That is going to stand forever. That will never be broken. I don't care how many stolen bases are going up this year. No. Ricky Henderson's stolen base record is going to last forever. As is the new Keith Lee line. It will forever be known as the line Keith Lee. 
It it's w- never going to be broken. There's no way. The Lee line. The Lee line. Yes. It will never be broken. It can never be broken for 99 cents. No, that's impossible. An elite figure that somebody paid 20 bucks for and then turned around and sold it for not even a dollar. 99 cents. I hope that they were charging 50 bucks shipping. No, they were only charging $12 shipping. I checked that too. <laughs> Ouch. Oh my gosh. So they lost all around on this thing. 99 cents. And this was mint on card too. Oh my gosh. Give it to there, a kid. Come on. There was a loose one that has sold, I believe, I'll have to go back and double check. So I think it was about $12 and it sold with Keith Lee still on the uh, bubble. You know, the plastic bubble that yes. comes inside. In the yep. He was not still on that. And they sold that one for like 12, 13 bucks. Dude, 99 cents. 99 cents for the Keith Lee regular. Donate it. Lee line. The Lee line. It, that, that, that is, that's the record. It's going to stand forever. There, there are absolutes in life. Ricky Henderson's stolen base record and the Lee line and death and taxes. Yes, that too. The variant for Keith Lee kind of redeemed himself here. Last sold was March 19th for $15 on a buy it now. And Rob Gronkowski, Blue Soft Goods Jacket, 24-7 title. Last sold eBay listing April 19th for $13.99 on a buy it now. Okay, I was wrong. That one sold yeah. for $13 more. <laughs> yeah, I could not believe... That Keith Lee line. Man, what do you guys have against Keith Lee? Come on. That dude's amazing. He is amazing. All right, Scott. It is time for the fully posable draft. Now, this is the way it's going to work. There is only one rule. We don't talk about the draft. Not even close. Oh. You cannot take a wrestler more than once. For example. Neither of us can. Correct. Yeah, I can't pick him twice or her twice, and you can't pick him or her twice. Right. So if you said Hogan LJN, then I can't take another Hulk Hogan figure. Yeah, Hogan's off the board. The name Hogan off the board. Unless we're talking about Randy Hogan, but he's never had a wrestling figure. No, he got a Funko, though. Randy Hogan got a Funko? Yeah. Remember? He was paired with Mr. T. It was Randy Hogan and Mr. T. Very good. Also, you know what? Did somebody do a Galoop-style Randy Hogan? It was like a custom that somebody was selling for a minute, but they did like a number of them. Oh, no. I need to see this, dude. I mean, it might be up there with the Dennis Stamp thing, but I don't think it was around April 1st. <laughs> I, I think somebody did like a Galoob-style Randy Hogan, and they sold a number of them, but they were totally customs. Uh, I don't know, but I need to see this, dude. <laughs> when you order Hulk Hogan from Wish. <laughs> you get Randy Hogan. It is time for our first ever fully posable draft. Here, let me go online. And flip a coin to see who goes first. Okay. All right. I'm going to flip a coin on a website. All right, Scott, call it in the air. Tell me when. There's a bounty commercial. <laughs> I don't want the bounty commercial. You need to watch an ad to flip a coin. God damn it. America. All right. All right. Call it. Tails. It is heads. Okay. So you're going first. I am going to start off with the greatest figure ever made from the greatest wrestler ever. I'm going to start off with the Series 8 red card, Bret Hart. Very good. So now, good. Bret Hart cannot, and I repeat, cannot be chosen again. So Scott cannot choose the Bret Hart LJN. He cannot choose any of the Ultimate Editions. That looks like Ronnie Radke. <laughs> uh, he cannot take the ringside exclusive where he was in all pink. Nothing. 
All right, Scott, you have the back-to-back. Okay. So my first pick is the greatest figure of all time, in my opinion. Macho Man Slim Jim San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. So Macho Man is off the board. Damn you. As is Randy Savage, as is Randy Poffo. All right. And for your second pick? You're going to like this one, Jeff. Okay. King Harley Race Elite Flashback. Good pick. Thank you. All right. I may be going a little Mattel heavy with these next two picks, but these are two iconic figures that have been made in the Mattel line. I am going to go with Elite 41 Finn Balor. Ooh, okay. The Demon. Yes, the Demon. I wonder which sold more, that Finn Demon or the Fiend? Uh, Probably the Fiend. I think there was a lot of excitement for that. There was for Finn Balor too, dude. I know, I know. People clamored for that one. Remember, we did a giveaway on that way back when. Uh Uh-huh. My next figure is also Mattel Elite, and I love this figure. And to me, it's probably the best Shawn Michaels figure. It is Mattel Elite Shawn Michaels from Series 19, where he came with the European title and the arm gauntlet or arm thingy that I put last week for the Viking Raiders. The shoulder piece. The shoulder piece, yes. The silver shoulder piece. So now, Finn Balor and Shawn Michaels have been taken off our list. Okay, so far I'm good. I haven't had to scratch out any names yet. Okay. Okay, I'm going to steer us away from Mattel. Okay, go for it. Like hard left. Okay. My next pick, this would be my third, my number three pick. Bam Bam Bigelow LJN. Damn it, that one was on my list. And my next pick, the Remco Road Warriors set. Oh, okay. Wait a second. I didn't know if we could do tag teams. I didn't know if we were going to do... Well, absolutely tag teams. They came on a card together. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought we were going to do singles. I didn't know... Well, look, I took one of your names, so you can scratch that out and throw in a tag team if you feel the need. Okay, let me think about that. So Remco Road Warriors. Yes, Okay, what made you go Bam Bam? I love that Bam Bam Bigelow figure. Out of all the Bam Bams that have been done, and look, Mattel's done an outstanding job with him. His last Legends figure with the ECW title, incredible. The Elite Flashback, incredible. But there is something about that big hunk of rubber that is Bam Bam Bigelow. You know what it is, dude? It's the snarl on his face. And it's the pose that they put him in, where at first glance you're like, that pose sucks, you can't do anything with that. False. You can do his finishing move. That's why I love that Bam Bam pick, uh, Bam Bam Bigelow figure. Okay, that's a good pick. And and what made you go Remco Road Warriors? Look, soft goods chaps, dog collars, tag titles. But those figures are iconic because if you were a kid in the 80s, you had a Hogan LJN and you had the Road Warrior Remco figures. You may not have had any other Remcos in your toy room but you had those road warriors. Every kid wanted them. Every kid had them. In my mind, just they're an iconic toy, wrestling toy from the 80s. That's why they made my list. Okay. My next pick is one of my favorite figures from the LJN line. And I didn't get it till later because we already had a Hulk Hogan LJN. But it is Hulk Hogan in the white shirt LJN. Perfect. That is such a good figure, dude. And it's honestly, I know you have recently picked it up to add to the collection. But up until you bought that, 
was one of my biggest wrestling figure regrets because we could have gotten it from wrestling ring, but we chose names we didn't already have in the collection. We didn't want to double up on Hogan. We only had so many that we could get based on that price point, and I didn't want to go to mom to ask for another Hogan, but if we were getting ones we didn't already have, that was an easier sell. So we passed on Hogan. We shouldn't have because, unfortunately, he was one of the highest priced figures later on to get. Is there any other figures? There was one other figure that we should have gotten from the wrestling ring, but we got Tito Santana and Strike Force because I was Haku. Huge... Was it Haku? Yeah, we didn't get Haku. Okay, I think you're right. All right, rounding out my fifth figure. By the way, we're doing seven rounds of this. So Scott gets seven picks. I get seven picks. So for my fifth pick of, I'm going to go to the Galoob line. Oh, okay. The greatest Galoob ever produced. I'm going Sting. Perfect. You know, out of all the Sting figures, the Crow Sting defining moment is arguably his best. But I'm going to put this Galoob Sting right next to that. It's perfect. It's It's such a good pick, dude. I love that Sting. For non-articulated figures, basically a hard lump of plastic that Galoob turned into gold. Like, literally made a perfect surfer Sting. There is nothing wrong with that. There is no nitpick. Like, that is a 9.999 out of 10. That figure is perfect. Great choice. Thank you. Thank you. It's an iconic figure, too. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. In the 90s, a kid watching wrestling, they may not have had any other Galoobs, but they had that Sting. Guaranteed, if they had Hasbros, they were begging their mom to get them a Sting to throw in that Hasbro ring. All right, Scott, for the fifth round, your fifth pick, what do you have? Well, you're not going to be happy because I'm going another tag team here, Jeff. Oh, okay. So I should have probably informed you about this. So I was in a do it next year where we did tag teams like tag team only. Yeah, that would have been good to know before putting together seven. That would have been probably the best thing to do is. So apparently there would have been two rules. Yes, there should have been two rules. I didn't think that you were going to go tag team. My bad. We'll come up with something else later next year for the NFL for the NFL fully posable draft. (laughs) National Fully Posable League. Yes, there you go. The NFPL. Yeah, the NFPL. All right, so go ahead and go tag team. Okay, Hasbro Nasty Boys. Now, see, that would have been perfect for next year. Yeah, yeah. Again, when you when you look at these, it's literally like they took knobs and sags and shrunk them down and just put a bunch of plastic on them and put them in a package and sold them as a tag team. They're perfect. The sunglasses, the outfits, the actions, everything about them screams nasty boys, and they are perfect. Okay. And for your sixth pick on the back around? I am going Doink Ultimate Edition. Okay. I don't hate that. It is so good. Like, I know when they showed off the new gen set when it went up for pre-order, a lot of people were like, oh, cool, Diesel, and look at this early bird Macho Man but so many more people were like, dude, let's talk about that doink. Yeah. Yeah, that doink is money, and it made my draft. All right, my next pick in the WFPL fantasy draft, I am going to go Ric Flair defining moments with the black robe. Very good. That is such a good figure, dude. 
It's Ric Flair. He comes with the world title on that Defining Moments packaging. It's got the white sequence in the background. And dude, mint in package. It looks so good. It's the black and gold package. And inside you have Ric Flair in that black and white robe with his platinum blonde hair. It just, it pops. As an item hanging up in the package, that thing pops. You get it signed. It's even better. And for my last pick in the 2023 WFPL fantasy draft, it is Toy Biz. Whoa. Oh, you're going TNA though. Christian TNA figure. Very with good. The, with the gold jumpsuit. Very a lot good. of people a lot of people overlook that figure as one of the greatest Christians ever, where he was yeah. in the gold jumpsuit in the package in the gold packaging of TNA Toy Biz. He's got his hand up like he was peering over his peeps. We have gushed about that figure and how it's so underrated and how it's just a gorgeous looking figure. Christian Toy Biz TNA is my last pick. Okay. And I guess uh, usually the last pick in the draft is called Mr. Irrelevant. Correct. But in this case, it's going to be Mrs. Irrelevant. Ooh, which one? Which one? She's in our Hall of Fame, Jeff. EO, Nia Jax. Nia Jax, Elite 65. Nia Jax, good pick. It's one of them. If it's not the most perfect female figure of all time. Now, specifically, and Jeff and I have prefaced this every time we've talked about this figure. In the package, there's multiple Nia heads. It's three, right? There's one on the figure. There's two additional heads. It's the one with the braids. Specifically, the Nia head with the braids, I think, is the most perfect female sculpt ever in the history of wrestling figures. So that's why this one makes my draft, is that specific head on the figure. Nia Jax Elite 65. It's arguable for the best female figure of all time. But in my opinion, strong enough to make my top seven. Okay, I am looking over the list and we want you guys to chime in. Who do you think won the draft? Jeff's picks. First round was Bret Hart, Red Card Hasbro Series 8. Elite Finn Balor from Elite 41. Shawn Michaels from Elite 19 with the arm gauntlet and European title. Hulk Hogan, white shirt, LJN specifically. Sting Galoob, where he was in the blue tights. Ric Flair, defining moments where he had the black robe and Christian TNA Toy Biz figure. Scott's picks, first round was Macho Man Slim Jim exclusive. Second pick was King Harley Race from the Elite Flashback series. Bam Bam LJN. Remco Road Warriors, Remco specifically. Hasbro Nasty Boys. Doink Ultimate Edition and Nia Jack. So who won? You guys tell us who had the stronger draft. And then tell me why my picks were better than Jeff's. That's what we need to know. I should have prefaced about the tag team thing. That was my fault. I'm sorry. Yeah, I guess it wasn't really equal, huh? Because, okay, so say you could add tag teams. Like, so now we're kind of off the record, right? Do you even have a tag team set that would have trumped anybody in your top seven? Because you can't go Heart Foundation, LJN. No, you can't go Heart Foundation, LJN. I can't go Heart Foundation, Jack's Classics. I would probably go Hardy Boys, Ringside Exclusive, Deluxe Classics. Ooh, ooh, okay, yes, yes. I, I That's one I probably would <laughs> have gone because Matt and Jeff are still up on this board. Yeah, that's true. Both Hardy Boys are up there. So some, some notes that I'm taking away from this. 
No Andre was drafted in the seven rounds. Yeah. I mean, look, had we gone 10 to 15, I can almost guarantee there would have been an Andre thrown in. If I didn't allow tag teams, again, if I didn't allow tag teams, only one Hasbro would have been taken. Yeah, wow. Now Scott picked Hasbro, excuse me, Scott picked Hasbro Nasty Boys, so that changed the total. But But to be fair, your Hasbro pick was number one. Correct. That was a number one draft pick. And also, no Jeff Hardy figures. And as beautiful and toyotic as Jeff Hardy figures are, no Jeff Hardy. Now, granted, that would have changed if I would have been allowed to, if I would have thought about taking tag teams. Well, I think next year we upped the number of draft picks. Okay. And we definitely opened it up to tag teams. And we take these guys out. Okay. Which means every name that we've picked, which is 14 names, gone. So it's funny, when I was starting my list, I knew I was going to take the Bret Hart Hasbro first. Of course. I kind of had a feeling you were going to, and I'm sure you knew I was going to take the Macho Man. And I knew you were going to take Macho Man, but to throw off your whole draft, I was thinking about taking Macho King. Oh, that would have been hilarious. With your number one? With my number one. I do love the Macho King Hasbro. I think that's an underrated figure. I love the tan. I love the glasses on it. I love the Macho King Hasbro. It's really good. I was thinking about taking that Macho King Hasbro at number one to throw off your draft. Oh, that would have been... Actually, that would have been great because what's the worst Bret Hart ever made, in your opinion? Ooh. Obviously, I'm going to look Mattel. Not Toy Biz? (sighs) Where he looked like Howard Stern. Right. Because I know you really didn't like that King of the Ring Bret that Mattel did. No. You know what? I think you might be right with Toy Biz. Like the the whole hitman thing where he was dressed as a hitman in the pinstripes. Ugh. Okay, so that would have been my number one pick then. <laughs> Just to throw Just to throw off your draft. Well, your draft would have been like ugly if you would have done that. Well, no, not necessarily, because had you taken Macho Man, I was gonna slide in Hulk Hogan defining moments. Oh. And that would have thrown off your LJN pick. That is true. That's what's fun about this is you can't take that guy again. So like Scott taking Macho Man exclusive, I couldn't take Macho King. Yeah, or the Macho Man Hasbro Series 1, which is, you know, we're talking about iconic figures. That's another iconic figure in the history of wrestling figures. That might actually be a fun one, dude. What's that? Iconic figures. Like, make a Mount Rushmore. And you take... I'm not saying we're going to do it now, but that might be a fun segment for later. Literally make a Mount Rushmore of what you consider to be iconic figures. Uh, Yes, we do have that already. It's called the Fully Posable Hall of Fame. I know, but this is literally taking four names of all the figures that have ever been done. Or I should say four figures. It's called the Fully Posable Hall of Fame, dude. Okay, thank you, Jeff. You're welcome. I appreciate that. <laughs> By the way, speaking of the Hall of Fame, it's next month. And we already have our <laughs> we already have our Hall of Shame already set up. <laughs> shame on us. <laughs> or more more appropriately, shame on them. Shame on Super Seven. <laughs> oh. Spoiler alert. Dude, we've already said it. Oh, never mind. Never mind, dude. <laughs> shame on, for shame, Super 7. All right, guys, tell us who won the draft, who lost the draft, and why. I'm interested to see your guys' opinions. But for now, we must round out the show. And, of course, we want you guys to head on over to WrestlingToyTracker.com. Over there, you can find the card and loose prices of LJN's Gloobs, Hasbro's Just Toys, Bendham's Defining Moments, and Retro. So, again, if you're on the hunt, check out WrestlingToyTracker.com. Calm. All right. 
It's time to promote our good podcasting buddies. I want to start off with Breaker and Bane over at Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Over there, they talk wrestling talk, toy talk. They just did, <laughs> they just watched the Broken Skull Challenge where we joked about that last week where Steve Austin was having all these contestants clean up his ranch for free, <laughs> which is awesome. I, I need to do that over here. Have somebody be like, hey, sweep the floors. That's a challenge. Do it in 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, however long it takes you. I'd be like, build this detolf. <laughs> oh, so check out the Breaker of Bane's Power Hour. Also check out Breaker Side Projects. The Saturday Morning Rumble Wheel with Daniel Cross. And remember, Scott, pants are optional on that show. Excellent. I always yes. like to be on a show or listen to a show where pants are optional. Absolutely. And also TB Toycast, where I was on this past... Well, I shouldn't say this past week. I recorded with Breaker this past week. I'm not going to tell you guys what we discussed, but check that out in the coming weeks. I'll be on there. But at the same time, he's been having ring skirts on. He had Steve Hoker on. Fun listens. I love listening to those guys. I can listen to them all day. But check out TV Toycast. Also, check out our good buddy Steve and Eric over at the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast, where they talked about Saturday night's main event, Oh, crap. I forget which one it was, but Duggan and Rude started off the show for the IC belt. Oh, so we're talking uh, that would have been 89. 89, yep. So check that out. It's a fun watch along. I love listening to those guys banter back and forth. Also check out our good friends Joe and Jordan over at the Stolen Gimmicks podcast where they talk wrestling. And they, I love listening to Joe. He just goes off. It's kind of like you and I. Like, I watch other wrestling, like AEW, New Japan, all that stuff. And that's what Joe does. But Jordan only watches WWE like what you do. Gotcha. So it's kind of, it reminds me of us. So it's kind of, it's kind of adorable. Nice. That's cute. Yes, exactly. But check out the Stolen Gimmicks podcast as well. Also check out Sashina, Marco, and Jordan over at the Chick Foley show. We got Justin Summers with Wrestling Cheers. RJ with Ringside Rant. We got Marty and Rucker doing Boot to the Face. Tim's pulling up a chair with the fig life. Soda and Ethan are doing In the Marbles pod. Ethan, get better there, buddy. Yeah, Ethan, we're thinking about you, dude. And Scott, what you got for Drunk Wrestling History? Give us a follow on Twitter at Wrestling underscore Drunk. Eddie didn't drop a show this past Friday because uh, we've had some scheduling conflicts. But feel free, go back and check out any <laughs> of our old episodes, be it the Valentine's Day, uh, the roasts, <laughs> which have uh, been pretty popular with people. Uh, a lot of pay-per-view reviews, so just check out the list. Pick out something you like. Give it a listen. Uh, not in front of your kids. Because we're drunk wrestling history, we're not always accurate. But we're always drunk. No show. That makes me sad. <clears throat> yeah, uh, there's one in the can, but I don't think he's going to throw it out there yet. Uh, we're supposed to record this Sunday, so we'll have more stuff coming up. Uh, it's just been kind of hard since WrestleMania to get together and work out a schedule. There's been stuff going on. But uh, yeah, there'll be a show soon. You said hard. <sighs> Also, check out Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. Scott, roll call. Going to throw it out to Jason Wolf. That's Jason Wolf, W-U-L-F. If you need artwork, Jason is your guy. If you want custom Hasbro figures, Jason is also your guy. Go check out all of his work on his social media accounts. Again, that's Jason Wolf, W-U-L-F. Great dude, great artist, does amazing work. And Jeff, that rounds out roll call. All right, Scott, who won the draft in your opinion? I did. You did have a strong draft. You had a very strong draft. I also had more figures in mind. 
That's not fair. So that gave me, like, I had two extra figures. So that gave me four legs up, eight legs you, up. You know which ones I would not have picked? Rockers mm. Hasbro. Ooh. Ooh. Hot take. Not a hot take. Those things were hot <laughs> trash. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when Junk, junk Wax Sal opens up a bad pack. And he's like, oh, there's a pack of hot garbage. Yeah, it's, <laughs> the Rockers, they they weren't great. I mean, they're okay, and you look at them and you love them because they're from your childhood, and they're so green. But, uh, yeah, they could have been a lot better. The Marty Jannetty is oof. I love watching Junk Wax Sal on... It comes up on YouTube for me. Oh, okay, it comes across on my Facebook feed all the time. Oh, okay, I love Junk Wax Sal. Yeah, he's good stuff, dude, and he always has hot garbage opening up in packs. He opens up a lot of old school football packs, baseball packs. And it's yeah. funny too, because he'll open up a card and I was like, oh man, I was hot after that card yeah. back in the, back in the eighties, but he doesn't put it up on his stand. Cause if they're good, he'll put them up on the stand. Yeah. When it doesn't make the stand, you're like, oh dude. Yeah, exactly. I remember one time he opened up a Stan Javier and I was all, holy crap, Stan Javier. <laughs> <laughs> and we know him because Oakland. Oakland he A's. was on no. He was on the Oakland days. So, all right, Scott. For episode three hundred and seventy-eight, anything else? Stay safe, stay healthy, fig life since twenty sixteen, and happy toy hunting. I want to thank everybody for listening to episode three seven eight. Screw you, allergies. Hashtag fig life. Adios. <laughs>